1: Let's go
2: back to 2011 with Squidge Let's look at the World Cup again with Squidge Hello and welcome to the Squidge Rugby World Cup Rugby Retrospective Podcast The only rugby podcast who has moments before we start recording Received a tweet from the Russian Rugby Federation Have you checked
0: that to see if they've been tweeting every rugby podcast host?
2: (laughs) I, I don't know, I don't, there's One in particular that I I think you'll know what I'm talking about, but I wouldn't mind if they disappeared. But the tweet just says Apache, which I've Googled it and just means essentially, well, well, well. It's something you say when there's an unexpected occurrence, apparently, in Russian, which Hmm. I think is terrifying. And I think this might be the last you ever hear of me. I think (laughs) I'm about to be disappeared. I think Putin is after me now, despite me being generally quite positive about the Russian team. He's going to send Tyogaziev after me.
0: I was gonna, I really hope that Ramiel Guycin has typed that tweet <laughs> yes. knowing about me yourself and Sam Lana's conversation beforehand a uh, previous episode. Yeah.
2: He he's just fascinated and excited by it. That's scary. But joining me today is a man who has not been Potentially assaulted and abducted by the Russian Rugby Union.
0: Hey, you don't know that, but I my said name... potentially. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But regardless of that, whether or not I have been abducted by the Russian Rugby Union, my name remains Will Owen. Does it? Are you if sure? Are you sure you're not? If I abducted, agent? yeah, I might have to change my name to I don't know, Romeo Guyson. that would get you out
2: of it wouldn't you you'd say actually I was playing 10 for you in the World Cup last year did you not notice you're
0: not paying attention to be fair I know I can't kick it miles but his feet in the air kicking technique probably doesn't differ too much from mine no so (laughs) because the great thing about
2: Geissin because this is a Romeo Geissin podcast is is that he looks completely clueless when he's kicking he doesn't kick like a human being at all he looks he kicks he kicks a bit like a dog if a dog could kick a rugby ball
0: he's like the complete opposite you know like when Juan Martin Hernandez kicks the ball like you can tell that he's got a bit like an elegant footballing kind of a background absolutely like he's grown up on that Geissin looks like he's never held or kicked a ball in his life life like no he but he can just kick it miles and he can
2: like pinpoint as well it's like the thing when when sam was on the podcast i'm lana uh about him just going corner to corner he's wonderful uh so as i said we are we are we are only about two and a half minutes in. that's fine yeah. I imagine there's people probably tuning into this one going, oh, it's about the All Blacks. Finally, I can listen to them yeah. just talk about players I know. Yeah. I don't have to hear them them talk in detail about some bloody Russian, yeah. some some Romanian player that apparently is a legend, but I don't care. Oh, what? He played a few games for Perpignan. Who cares? Legend. Actually, we're going to talk a lot about Romeo Gaisen. Or maybe we're not. Uh, the game today is New Zealand 83 Japan 7. And I think, as as we said in passing before we start recording, that scoreline is a fair reflection of how the game went. Yeah.
0: The All Blacks were on top form in this game as well. Like, they mm. in the Tonga game, they kind of struggled to get firing. Um, I'm also going to talk about, my main memory of this game, like, as it happened, was that it happened like just as I'd gone to school. So I actually missed the game and right. I had to watch it back and I avoided the score all, all day. And I was walking home from school with my friend Callum who played rugby <laughs> himself, who is a legend who won't be listening, but you know, Callum, Um I was walking home with him. I'm not sure if you remember this story, but I told him, I told him i had been avoiding the score and he goes, "Ooh!" looks at his phone and sees it and he goes, it's around 80. And I go, <laughs> Callum, I've been avoiding the score, man. What are you doing? And he's like, well, I, I didn't tell you the score. I just told you it's around round 18.
2: <laughs> My favourite Callum moment, if we're doing this, sure. is the thing about the goals, if you want to tell that. Oh,
0: OK, OK, OK. Yeah. So he's a massive fan of Nottingham Forest Football Club. And there was a time when they'd lost to, I don't know who it was, but another championship team. They'd lost, I think the score was like 4-1. Hmm. and then he at one point he referenced it in passing That oh yeah we lost this game 2-1 it's like no 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 Callum you lost 4-1 it's like yeah but two of the goals weren't very good so I don't count them <laughs> which is
2: the rules
0: yeah <laughs>
2: and by that logic Jerome Kaino's try in this game didn't count
0: yeah agreed <laughs>
2: that one wasn't very good just a drive over who cares but to pick up on that to start with that try to start right in the middle sure another notable thing about this game right is at tight head for the All Blacks was a Mr. Owen Franks. Now, sure. Owen Franks goes on to break a world record later in his career, which yeah. is the most test matches without scoring a try, without scoring yeah. a single point. So he played north of 100 games. He played 108 games for the All Blacks, and yeah. he didn't score a point
0: once, which is a yeah. world
2: record, you know. Right? The next closest is like Luke Charter's Paul James are tied on 70
0: odd. And for the record, that is an enormous compliment because it shows that you're doing so much around the park to help everybody else that you can still be selected 100 times without scoring.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a props dream. Owen Frank said towards the end of his career he wanted to smash that record and make sure no one ever took it. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't want to score um, because he knew his place. He knew what he was and what his reputation was. And there was this thing in the later days of his all-black career of going, oh, he might be on the end of this overlap. Oh, no. But yeah. this game, I think, is the closest he came to scoring and he did it twice. Yes, He very almost scores twice. Once he, he directly before the Jerome Kaino try, he picks and goes and he has stopped an inch short. And like, I thought he was going over. I thought he'd scored for anyone's money. But yeah. um, I think one of the Japanese second rows just gets under him and just manages to stop him scoring. Yeah. At the last second, just as the ball's going down, it's like an, less than an inch off the ground. Yeah, And then Kevin Mialamu's try in the second half. Most backs would draw and give that last pass to to draw in the last Japanese defender. And the man outside Mialamu on the end of the overlap was Owen Franks. Instead, Instead, Mialamu goes himself. And Mialamu slides in and kind of, you know, in that kind of slightly RC Like if a 13 did that, the winger wouldn't congratulate him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I hadn't considered that, but that might be an early contender for Dick of the Day. (laughs) Yeah. That hadn't crossed my mind at all. Yeah. That's the only time Owen Franks was in
2: a Tri-Scoring Opportunity... Well, the only two times he was in a Tri-Scoring Opportunity ever, ever, were both in this game, which says a lot about the Japanese (laughs) defence. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can we just briefly touch on... So, we've covered one All Blacks game before, right? Yeah. Uh, We've covered the opening game of the World Cup, and we kind of prefaced that by talking about the World Cup itself. Yeah. But there's... I quite like to talk about this particular All Black team. We've sort of touched exactly. on it, but there's just something to sort of document exactly the players who are playing, and that is this.
2: Oh no, I know where this is going to be. Oh no, here all we go. All black, everything. Black cards, black cards. All black, every, all, all black, everything. Uh, every street, black,
0: black cards, black cards. money, black, black everything. I like to say I'm like the, all the new Dylan hip hop switcher McCoy. I'm gonna temporarily pause that. Yes, As we we have to talk about all black everything. Okay. We have to talk about it in detail. I think it's more interesting than we any do. match in this game. I've pulled up the lyrics to this. This is the yes. song is called "All Black Everything" by Scribe and P Money. Yes, which is, yeah. of course. So, I mean, the the verses include several references to particular all black players. For example, no, no, no. The first should one we should we go up... should we go should we go line by line? Should we go
2: lyric by lyric? Sure. I've got them up sure. the mattress in front of me now. Okay. So, so it begins. Okay, cool. All black everything. Black cards, black cars. Right. Yeah. Firstly, I want clarification. When they say black cars, do they mean the suit of clubs and of spades? Do they mean actual, like, a black card at Nando's, which allows you free access? Do they <laughs> <I> just... <said. laughs> They've got a Greg's black card. They're Stormzy. Do they just generically do they mean business card? They're like, you know, it's it's all by the American Psycho up in here. I want I want clarification. Black cars. I don't know whether that's necessary, but that makes sense considering the, the kind of tone they're going for. Sure. Which is very much being an all black is like being a rapper. That yeah. is very much the tone of this song. This is a real song, by the way. Yeah. I yeah, want to make yeah. that We've clear. Not made this this up. was a real song put out for the World Cup yeah. in support of the All Blacks who hadn't won a World Cup in years. And they went, We're gonna you know the way we're gonna help them win a the World Cup? What they need isn't a backup fly half in case Dan Carter gets injured. Yeah. It's a rap song.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know I'm all black everything. Married to the game. All black wedding ring.
2: Yeah, which I don't know if your wife signed off on that, but fair enough.
0: Yeah. Wait, no, the
2: the game is his wife. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can one person be married to rugby? (laughs) Is Scribe slash P-Money married to rugby? I guess so. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I've been having an affair with rugby i didn't know they were married to scribe slash p money is this
0: why you called rugby a dick in previous episodes
2: yeah it's yeah it, You it's found been out a, about pee money. whole thing yeah because i found out he's been seeing p money on the side yeah <laughs> always been repping for my all black team ever since i was a little boy and had all black dreams yeah boy um there are several ways did he just you know like when you die it's just all black and you don't see anything yeah. Is that what he dreamt of? <laughs> he just didn't dream of anything. He just dreamt of an this, empty this void. Is just
0: death is just what yeah. he's just described there. Um, now, I'm rolling out the skills that you never seen. I am the Mills Moliaina making hits for my team.
1: <laughs> that's not the thing Mills Moliaina was for. Yeah, famous I know. For. I was going
0: to say, like that surely makes the All Blacks questionable. He's if if talking about the last line of defence, the fullback, yeah. is the person having to make the hits for his team. I mean, so... good on him if he's doing so, but...
2: And I used to have a joke when he was playing that he should change his name legally to Mils you know, up and fullback. Yes. Because it was all anyone said. Whenever he got the ball, it was just Mils Mollier, you know, up and fullback. And he thought, oh, is, is that hyphenated? Is there some link in there? And he doesn't say, I'm Mils you know, up and fullback making him hit for my team because I wouldn't scan. So he yeah. just uses his pre-marriage name before he got married to, to the to game. fullback. Yeah, just as he's up married to the game. That's where the yeah. game was going. Thank you. Mils but I like the word, that's, that's the first test of what we're getting. Although you don't hear it, they're not in the lyrics, but he does just say Richie McCall during the preamble you <laughs> heard there. He just says like, oh, oh, Richie McCaw. Oh. Uh, which we've all made those sounds. It's what I do. Hey, so tell me what you're going to do. Uh, this is my favourite bit. What are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do when I'm out uh, none of you? <laughs> which, again, we've all said. We've all yeah. had those days.
0: What, what are you going to do when I am... Um... A crash ball centre who has an incredible passing game and tactical yeah. kicking game. What are you going to do, eh? What are you going to do when I even out my game over a long career?
2: So What are you going to do when I improve year on year and become I've an all-round um,
0: footballer? I've got the lyrics up on Rap Genius, and uh, the annotation for this says, You definitely don't want him, Ma, not knowing you. This guy is very <laughs> well known for his powerful slash explosive tackles.
2: He was more known for his carrying than tackles,
0: though, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was a distributor, but...
2: Yeah, I think he was just the best rounder centre I
0: ever saw. Yeah, agreed. Uh, then the next one is, you know my skills, you know, Sonny that, Bill. No,
2: no, no, What I want to do is, like, I want to... Can we... Would this work if we started putting in players from other nations? So if I said, huh, tell me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when I Andres the second you? Does
0: that work? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do when I'm Rameel in you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's got to be a 12. It's got to be a 12. You've got to fit oh, it okay. in. somehow.
0: Sorry. Sorry. I don't know. Jonathan Spratt. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know my skills, Sonny Bill. Always hey. You know my skills, Sonny Bill. Always hey.
2: You know, my skills, Sonny Bill, always, hey. Yeah. He says it three times.
0: Yeah. To be fair, Sonny Bill, pretty skillful. And to be fair, but, feels like the sort of player whose name you would just drop into a rap song.
2: Yeah, but like Stormzy mentioned Chris Robshaw.
0: Yes, I was going to mention this. And yeah. um, Lady Alicia mentioning David Campese in the exact same yes. song.
2: And the GLC. The GLC mentioning David Campese. Yes, well. of course. He's still <laughs> alive with <like laughs> David <are>. Campese. <laughs> For Buffman, means you've got to be pushing up daisies. So, but Sonny Bill is just in the middle of the sentence. It's, you know my skills, always hey. But then he just drops Sonny Bill's name in the middle because Sonny Bill also has skills. Well, you
0: know my skills, Sonny Bill. I means so are addressing Sonny Bill. So this song is dedicated to Sonny Bill. That's
2: what I wonder. But also, he's already talking about, well, I don't know. So he's married to the game and he had all black dreams. So he's dead. But he's also <laughs> just talking to
0: Sonny Bill but Williams. You see, in the next line, Scribe makes another confession. He says, I'm Corey Jane. I run the track <laughs> all day, hey? Eh? So we missed that Corey Jane is dead and married to rugby. <laughs> yeah. And always talking to Sonny Bo Williams. Yeah. The the Rap Genius annotation of this kind of rips into Corey Jane. It says, Corey Jane is an ancient member of the All Blacks. Rips for his strength and efficiency in front of the defence. He plays as a winger. But he's an ancient <laughs> member. <laughs> Corey Jane was... Playing on one with Tutu
2: Carmoon Car Moon on the other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and then it goes. I don't even have to say that I killed it. Just let them know the time back. Zach Guilford. <laughs> Yikes! He doesn't even he he doesn't even tie Zach Guilford in.
2: He just says that Day Gilbert drugs. as a complete non sequitur afterwards. Yeah, which I think more songs should do. I think you should just randomly throw the name of an alcoholic in afterwards. <laughs> so it should be like you know like like you could take I don't know name a song.
0: Um, uh, um, I don't know. Um, so how okay, am so, I? So, Kanye West.
2: So, oh, I was gonna. Okay, that's too complicated. Uh, twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder our Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should I leave that in? Leave that in. Okay, leave that in. cool. Leave that cool. in. <laughs> That's why you got to run harder and plan smarter. It's my turn to kick it, Dan Carter.
2: That sounds, like, again, like he's addressing Dan Carter, like he's saying, it's my turn to kick it, Dan Carter. Stop yeah. taking all the shots in training. <laughs> I've been waiting for ages.
0: That's Piruipu <laughs> start us on the sideline. Or, I guess in this game, I say to Toyava, who will come to. Second phase, centre stage, watch the S flow. S stands for scribe, according to Rap Genius. Right, okay, okay, fine. All Blacks, you all know know who the best bro. All Black everything is the dress code. I'm going at them in my All Black test mode. Which
2: is fine, that's fine. That that works as a rap lyric, that's fine. I'm going at at them in my All Black test mode, that's entirely fine. That's the only lyric I don't have a problem with so
0: far. And when I hit it, there's only one way I know. I'm spitting every line hard, Jerome (laughs) Kano.
2: Again, just a non-sequitur, vaguely relating to a player. Spitting every line hard. Is he? Has he? So he's married to the game. Has he got? Has he got an erection? Which I mean, he's mentioned that Guildford as well. I'd hope he hasn't gone out drinking with him because he might not manage one. Good. Okay. Uh, there's a there's an erectile dysfunction joke. It's,
0: it's my time, so don't even try to slow me down. I run circles round them with a blindfold.
2: I <laughs> know so he's gone. He's gone to such effort to try and just rhyme with all black lyrics, and then he doesn't even rhyme at all. There, there's no to interest no at all. blindfold.
0: In yeah. <laughs> I never stop when I start, I am a carver, ready to keep them waiting like Isaiah Toeyava. <laughs> that is the best lyric in, that is my in the history of like, hip-hop, to be honest.
2: I agree. I agree. I I think, really, it was all building up to this moment. Yeah. When you look at any historic moment in hip-hop, it was all yeah. building up to I this. I
0: reckon Dr. Dre and Nas are both looking on, on this and thinking, oh man, if only I thought of that. You know, Biggie's turning in his grave wondering why he never wrote about Isaiah Toeyava. Absolutely, like you can. Don't you remember the, the crazy melon
2: farmer called Isaiah Tewiava? Yeah, from straight out of Compton. The um, the, yeah. it would genius... it wouldn't be funny if I actually swore. But I think after last week, <laughs> yeah, after last week fine. when we had, when we had Blaine Scully on, and we were both on absolute best behavior, and yeah. I think it's the first episode when no one swore. Yeah, yeah, like we, it was. We yeah. got through it without. Yeah, just because, and it's like the thing. In I was thinking in the, the second Avengers movie where no one swears in front of Captain America. And it was ah, exactly that. It, it was, was exactly that? everyone avoiding the language around.
0: And nobody brings up hip-hop lyrics in front of him either. Absolutely. So the the genius annotation says, Toe Arva's playing is very clever as he waits for an opposing misstep and strikes which keep the opposition waiting just as Scribe thinks he's keeping everyone waiting for his next album. <laughs> Brackets. Which everyone isn't. <laughs>
2: In just the way no one was waiting for Aseo Toyawa to make that step. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't even bother because my team is destined to win it. No, we not English, but we the best in it. <laughs> Which really plays differently after 2019, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if he wrote this now? Yeah. Hey, he's crowbarring like George Bridgen. Which sounds funny when I say it, but actually he got. I say it
0: we are into the name to a rap. I know. Like, what would he write? What would he rhyme with Patrick to <laughs> It's a lotu, uh,
2: potu, botu. Whats um... Votu. <laughs> <laughs> you've got
0: to, you've got to mix that up. Yeah, no limit to the heart. It's all in passion. Surely. Okay, never mind. Uh, no, that's fine. No, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No gimmicks, just hard work and practice. Whatever. Now There's a lot of that. to put the yeah, words on. into action and let them know who's the best on the atlas. It's all black, everything. Oh. <laughs> the annotation on that last last line says, it's time for the match. Shit just got real. <laughs>
2: that is very true. With
0: a picture of Tano Romanga and Jerry Collins doing the hacker.
2: <laughs> we weren't planning to do that, but I'm glad we did. <laughs> I was. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I I could have prepped something there, but I didn't. Yeah. But I think that's a perfect way to look into this game, as you say, because that was such a big factor, yeah. and I don't think New Zealand would have won this game no, if agreed. it wasn't for that song.
0: P-Money and Scribe, yeah, and Corey yeah. Jane and whoever yeah. else. Yeah, single-handedly
2: inspired. Whatever
0: alias Scribe wants to go by before dropping his album, which we're all still waiting for.
2: I know, I know. I, like, I'm waiting for Isaiah Yava to yeah. call me back because rugby's been cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of rugby, they played some. So, we've talked quite a bit about the All Blacks there. There was yeah. no official rap anthem for Japan. And that was probably why they lost. Yeah. I think it's the sole reason. Yeah. So, to look at the team, it's an okay Japan team.
0: By the way, I've just checked and Scribe's album still hasn't come out.
2: <laughs> He's really keeping his weight isn't yeah.
0: he? Yeah. His last album was 20- 2007. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> to carry on it was-, <laughs> it was do you think no do you
2: think he only made albums when the all blacks lost world cups when they choked Maybe. and the moment they won a couple so he's, he was due to release one last year but the, the, they yeah. earned the english so as i was saying this japan team yeah it was an okay japan team so mm-hmm. whereas as we mentioned in the last game against uh france they had three players who went on to play in the 2019 team that yeah World finals they had shot they had um, Fumi Tanaka, yeah. and they had Michael Leach. Leach yeah. is the only one who stays in the team for this game. Yeah. They then have Hitoshi Ono in the second row, who goes on to play in that that team that beats starts against South Africa yeah. and beats them. And otherwise, Hawassa's is on the bench for that game. Yeah, And I think that's it. I think that's the extent of starting Japan players who go on to be successful. Hatakiyama's Arm's on the bench. He comes on. He, yeah. he played in the yeah. 2015 game as well. Yeah. But it's mostly a really expensive. It's basically the Japan second team. team, isn't it? At
0: yeah. this point. They know that the spanking's coming their way.
2: It's a team that it's a team of players that Eddie Jones cast aside after his first two games.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: When he said this thing about how the Japan players didn't look like they wanted to win. Yeah. And if that was the case then he'd get rid of them and find new players. But yeah. I think a lot of those players fit that criteria because you didn't get a sense they ever looked like they had any confidence of winning yeah. or in themselves. And there's two moments in the game in which they play a bit like the Japan we now know. Yeah. Know, and they're really quick and they're in the twenty two and they're they're working through the phases and they're really organized. But then and we'll get into the individual case later, but they blow it both times and yeah. they kinda have there's this attitude of like of oh, the first time they do it, the first time they work they work really nicely and they work in overlap. Yeah. And it's Onazawa who is their star winger, he's the guy that scored. He I think he's all still like fourth or fifth on the all time top. Try scorers, yeah, they say second for Japan. A
0: good player. Yeah.
2: Second only to Daisuke Kiwata, who's the yeah. all time top try scorer for Japan worldwide and yeah yeah that's what i meant sorry mr worldwide and (laughs) absolutely mr spread it wide and he's got outside him to catch kikitani and if he just draw if onazawa just draws his man kikitani scores in the corner yeah and that puts japan to seven or oh five seven. yeah with difficult conversion but possible yeah and that's a huge statement and he said they just don't back themselves and onazawa goes himself yeah and i do think there's an element of we won't get this opportunity again so, I'm our quickest player, I'm our best finisher, and he's the guy that goes on to score yeah. that one try. Tries to take a bit too much responsibility, yeah. Yeah, and actually, if you just draw on this man and put. And Kikitani is the all time top tries going forward. Yeah. He scored more tries than any other yeah, forward anyway. If you beast. want to trust any forward to finish that, it's yeah. Toby Faletau. But second to that is him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I just. That was very indicative for me of that Japan team of they just didn't believe in themselves. And actually, there was the raw talent and ability there. Yeah. And yet they didn't have this self-belief. And it took Eddie Jones coming in and just being an utter bastard yeah. to rip them out of this this self-imposed prison they were trapped in.
0: Yeah, no, agreed. As I say, there's a few players who sort of transition into the what becomes the 2015 team. I think Anazar yeah. was one of those, to be fair. But you've got a lot of players who just who are canned straight after this World Cup. You know, Murray mm. Williams, Sean Webb being a couple of them. And it's just... Again, we said this from the last time when we spoke about Japan against France. It's so strange to think that there are some players who played both in this game or this World Cup, more to the point, and also played in the yeah. 2019 tournament. Uh, it's, it doesn't feel like the same team because you look at this and, as we say, 83-7 is an entirely fair reflection of this game. Yeah. The All Blacks played and well. Japan didn't play great. Again, we said it on the last
2: one because it's so weird because of what Japan are now. Because yeah. Japan are such a good team and it was, as I said at the time in the World Cup, when they beat Ireland, it felt in the way Argentina beating Ireland is an upset. Yeah. Not in the way a tier two nation who lost 83-7 to the All Blacks a couple of years earlier, two World Cups earlier. And that was, frankly, people thought it was going to be worse than that. I remember listening to a, I think it was at like the time, well, whoever's rugby podcast at the time, back mm. when podcasts were quite a new novel thing. And, they had a big discussion on will Japan score a try against New Zealand. Yeah. And that thing was like, their best thing is attack, but it'll be useless. And people were saying, like, I think this could be 90 points, which it wasn't quite. Yeah. But, you know, like, universally are were saying they'll be lucky to get maybe six points. Yeah. Uh, and only one out of the, like, panel of four. And I really, vividly really remember this discussion for some reason mm, yeah. standing out. Yeah. And Japan, you know, they score one interception try. They don't even work anything. It's as a as Zawa scores an interception try. Uh, but they do, as I say, have two passages in which they... Actually, look like a really competent and really good team. Yeah, and it's really, it's even more frustrating because you know what they go on to be. Yeah, and obviously, you know, two years later they beat Wales. Three years later they beat Italy, and then four years later they beat South Africa, and they beat Samoa um, in the, in a World Cup. And you know they can't beat Scotland, but then they do that a few years later. They do it in uh, in the next World Cup. They beat Scotland and Ireland. And they're now really close to ticking off. They now only need to beat the All Blacks and the Wallabies. Yeah. And they've beaten every... And England. and they, They've beaten every tier one nation. Yeah. And, and it, you couldn't some have point, guessed probably. it. Yeah. You couldn't have... I, I think Japan will beat the All Blacks in the next 15 years.
0: Yeah.
2: I Providing think, they keep yeah. on the same track. I know yeah. there's trouble with the J.R.F.U. at the minute. and yeah. Whatever. But the way they're going, I see that happening.
0: Yeah. And the level of development that's coming through in young players, like, yeah. they're only going to get better, aren't they? Oh, twenty thousand kids took up rugby as a result yeah. in Japan in insane, in a month. It? Yeah.
2: yeah, or is more than it might be more than that.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah. So that Japan team looked very poor, did not play well at all, other than two passages, and just did not. Do- it didn't. Was even that they defended badly, like they didn't defend. Like yeah. I always think of Owasa as a good player, but like there's a try um, that Colin Slade's... no. It, no who is it uh, someone scores Conrad Smith goes right through and offloads it
0: yes yeah Conrad yeah. I, I wrote oh, down oh it's um, Andy Ellis Andy, yeah. Andy Ellis Conrad yeah. Smith what I've written down on my notes Conrad Smith gets bored and makes a break <laughs> yes. that's basically what happens he basically <laughs> just kind of like he's out the way of the play and then just runs like a quite nice line inwards and then just like oh I kind of want the ball now and I might make a break and set up a try while I'm here yeah
2: it's like Hawasa was a really good really nippy scrum yeah, off and I yeah, liked I him, him a lot yeah but he did not like tackling no he did and I'd never quite noticed to no. this degree because he shoots up at comrade Smith and then just doesn't bother to make a yeah. tackle and Smith goes right through yeah. and then offloads round he Ellis who scores.
0: yeah the, I actually think Hawassa played quite a good game actually I yeah. know that thing is you can very clearly tell he's not a game manager or anything no but I really liked the way that he was so willing to take people on and I made a count of how many times he took quick taps in this game do you know how many okay. it was? Uh, seven. Six. Six. Wait, oh uh, I might have missed one or two as well, I don't know, but mm. he took a lot of quick taps uh, and clearly had that instruction of just every time you get the ball, you know, playing it still, you might as well take them on. And I love this confidence to go for it and stop sort of stepping yeah. the ball and makes a really nice break towards the end of the game. Uh, but sadly, I don't think he looks after the ball, which, you know, was kind yeah. of indicative of what happened in this game because his passing was a bit suspect at times, but I just love the tempo he played at.
2: Absolutely. And so the one Japan player I think actively played really well was Michael Leach. Yeah, agreed. I I thought he had a phenomenal game. Like, I really, like, he was, were it not for the one guy who was standout man of the match, I think we'll get onto later, he was in contention for me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, He was phenomenal. I I can remember when I watched this, when I got Mm. home from school that one day, I can remember him really standing out to me. I can. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him probably I obviously I'd watched the other game yeah. but that was the first time I sort of remembered oh Michael Leach and I can just remember the whole game thinking like this guy's incredible like yeah big fan of him and like his line-out work was fantastic there's one point yeah where he's barely lifted and he still manages to get in the air above so Sam Whitelock
2: we um, don't think of him as a line-out jumper these days but no. he steals free line-outs it's like yeah. Peter O'Mahony style like uh, just jumping up and slapping it down yeah I uh, just really disruptive and annoying there's... he makes four turnovers
0: uh, yeah. he was brilliant there's one passage play where he makes two breaks
2: yes yeah so he made like i think it was three or four clean breaks really yeah. which threw a world cup winning all black defense yeah is i know it's a they kind of switched off at that point because the game was put to bed by about 25 minutes but Especially when he did still, have a lot of
0: help with him as well like no. to make those breaks pretty much by yourself that like, he was yeah. phenomenal yeah and the other 31 meters another yeah. player who i think had a really good game was the tired prop Fujita for japan who, yes. he gave Woodcock an absolute hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, there's a, con- but a consistent, so Woodcock turns it around a bit in the second half, but he starts scrummaging illegally, Yeah. and Nigel Owens, the referee, starts pointing that out, and he's being penalised constantly. And it's it's lesser him getting a hiding in the traditional sense, in that he's going backwards. Yeah. Just in that Woodcock didn't technically know how to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't go forwards. Yeah. And he was just, it was pure tactical decisions. I also want to pick up on uh, Hasekiyama comes off the bench. Yeah. Throws a ridiculous
0: out the back. Oh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Yeah. So he passes it one handed behind his back on the fly. Yeah. Pretty much all in one motion. Replacement prop. Yeah. And Onazawa then scores under the posts. But, yeah. Of course, the cast Except- goes miles forward
2: no 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 no, no. It, no, it's not called back for that it's called back for the fact he knocks it on into an all black as he's catching it oh
0: really is that it yeah oh.
2: he knocks it on into an all black he then recovers it and then does a this beautiful behind right. the back pass it was horrible. which I'm gesturing now but you can't see yeah, it yeah 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 nah nah uh, but it should have been allowed anyway Taira isn't it um, is it 13 draws yeah. and puts Onozara in Who U- Onozara finishes it then looks really annoyed that he didn't get his praise yeah, against the all blacks I know it is wonderful, but then the camera cuts back to Hatakiyama and he's pulling the most like, oh, silly me mm-hmm. face. It's, it's like he's got this, like he was just caught stealing an orange from a tuck shop <laughs> in school. He's got this sort of like almost cheeky grin on his face of like,
0: <laughs> typical, isn't it?
2: Saw, oh, what uh, am I
0: like? As they were plugging down for the scrum, I also saw Michael Leach basically giving like, um, Nigel Owens a look of like, oh, come on, got to give me that. <laughs> yeah.
2: I I also enjoyed the Japanese loser prop uh, Kawamata, who looked looked uncannily like a sweaty nerd. Hmm. He looked like the kind of kid who got beaten up a lot in school, and that made me like him because uh, he, he also looked a lot like a guy. I don't know if I how much I told you about my adventures in Akihabara while I was in Japan.
0: No, I don't think uh, so. It's a
2: district of Tokyo, and it is depending on how much you like maid cafes. Either the most disturbing or most wonderful place in the world. Okay. Personally, I found it immensely disturbing to walk around. Okay. So it's just incredibly lit up, and it's it is the arcade capital of the world. Right. So it has more arcade machines than any other like square block. More like in the, the, the entire nerd capital world. of the world. Well, exactly. Yeah. So it's also got like this game shop called Super Potato that's always talked about as like I remember reading about it in Endgame or when I did was did you
0: see kid. Ty Furlong in there?
2: I I did not know. Uh, that should be his nickname though. Yeah. And it was weird to be in a a shop that I'd read about when I was, like, 12. And be like, oh, I'm actually here now, like, 12 years later. Yeah. But yeah, so it is, like, it's nerdy shops, and it's, you know, I got hold of, like, a a copy of the Japanese version of Elite Beat Agents there, and so on, and, like, shops that sell NES games and so on, like Super Famicom games and so on.
0: Oh, Um, uh, by the way, Robbie, um, mm? uh, you're a massive nerd. Apparently. I just wanted to tell you that. You're a nerd. Right, thank you.
2: Yes. But yeah, so you would walk through, like, their entire building, their entire, like, like eight or nine story, eight or nine tier buildings mm-hmm. that are just arcade machines. Like you're just head to toe arcade machines and they're really hot and sweaty. I once walked in and I saw two guys like wearing business suits, like they just stopped off from work uh, playing a game of Street Fighter and a small crowd had gathered to watch because <laughs> they're having a really good game of Street Fighter, like a really intense game. And it's like that is that is Japan in a nutshell. Yeah. Um. The ter- most terrifying thing about it is every single corner, everywhere you walk, is just covered in girls of dubious looking age. They all look about sixteen. I don't know how old they actually okay. are. Dressed What's as French
0: about
2: maids. the number sixteen. I Dylan Hartley wore it a few times. Um, <laughs> nice. And I,
0: yeah. So they're they're
2: girls that look about sixteen, which is kind of disgusting. Dressed as French maids. Mm. and there are all of these like maid cafes they call them, where yeah. kind of ditzy girls who are disturbingly young right. will serve you stuff and kind of in like skimpy French maid ca- outfits mm-hmm. and half of them looked really depressed half of them were really doing like an over the top cutesy thing and then there were some more which doesn't fit in because I said two halves that were just sort there was like one I saw who was like really cool and being really like like shoving it in people's faces like like an angry feminist maid cafe worker uh, which was great and that was the only one I was like you're alright because she also looked like 25 which is fine because she wasn't 14 anyway so once when i was in akatabara in japan in tokyo during last year's world cup i saw a guy who was at an arcade machine where the prize was a big statue of a like a like a figurine statue kind of like whatever of a girl in a bikini with really big breasts okay um yeah, and that was the prize. And there was a guy, and I just stopped to look at my phone, like, behind, and I didn't notice it, but there was this guy really sheepishly trying to win it, and he kept putting money in trying to oh, do one like, of no. those claw machines. Yeah, and that guy looked so, so much like the starting Japanese hat t- t- prop, Kawamata. Oh, like, it was, I saw him and I was like, it's the guy! It's the guy who was trying to win the, the, the tit statue! <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> It was like something in my brain just went, what's going, he got caps, he got caps for Japan, that kid. Oh no. I know. And he was kind of like sweatily looking round at me and like, oh, he's watching me. And I kind of had to like walk away like, it's okay, it's okay, I won't judge you. I don't know what you do with that statue though. Like, especially if you're like 15, 16 and you're keeping it in your parents' house. I. Where do you display
0: it? What do you do with it? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't want to know. Mm,
2: because I imagine you masturbate.
0: I don't know what that is. Cool. Um well,
2: uh we can have <laughs> this discussion afterwards. You, do you wanna tell me? Uh I no, he's a young boy called Mr. Bate. Uh okay. he'll grow up to be Mr Bate. Um okay. when he's when he's when he's old enough to be Mr. Uh anyway, uh it's my favourite Mr. Man. Um it's Mr. <laughs> oh
0: Master Man.
2: <laughs> um
0: anyway uh, the Japan team Who is knows? your favourite Mr. Man, by the way? Uh Mr. Bump. Really? Okay. Yeah. Who? There is a Mr. Rugby, isn't there? There is a Mr. Rugby. I was thinking that. Yeah. I have that somewhere in my uh, in my house. Oh no! I should should have said my wife's name. It's Mr. Rugby. That's my <laughs> wife. We're married. <laughs> oh
2: know. Oh, She's gonna give me so, the old ball and chain. She's gonna give me so much grief for this. <laughs> yeah. oh, hang on! I'm
0: just getting a phone call from uh, from your wife. Uh, oh really? Hello. Oh hello! Wait a minute! It's Rugby. Wait. <laughs>
2: Is my wife seeing both you and a Yaba?
0: No, but I'm on all, the side. I'm I'm allowed to have your wife's number.
2: I, I was trying to start a bit. It's fine. It's already a bit.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. so the All Blacks. Should we talk about the All Blacks. Oh sure. hang on, let me just hang up on your wife. Bye.
2: Oh no, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you hang up on my How dare that you hang my rugby. wife?
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too.
2: Okay, so the New Zealand national rugby team Commonly known as the All Blacks Represents New Zealand in men's international rugby Which is considered the country's national sport The team won the 2011 and 2015 Rugby All Cups As well as the inaugural tournament in 1987 New Zealand has a 77% winning record in Test Match Rugby And is the only international men's side To have secured everybody more wins than losses Against everybody every single opponent Since their international all debut all in 1903 New Zealand has played Test matches all Against 19 nations Well. Yeah, of which you know all black have everything. never won a game, the game against all Blacks, all Blacks.
0: Oh my God, shut up.
2: <laughs> so, uh, New Zealand, right. Yeah. Uh, so people tell me to talk about rugby. Come on, it's not a tangent. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to talk about Thai cinema? Um, is- so, uh, the no, All no, Blacks scored loads of tries. Some of them, Conrad Smith. He is really, really good at rugby. Pretty good um, at rugby. So he was just really consistently, at one point I wrote on my notes, Conrad, more like class, comma, rad. Nice.
0: because he was class and he was rad he was rad oh man that's a shame that does sound like a lyric that would you know sneak its way into scribe and in p money's testimony yes, the sequel yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> their follow-up that i'm being brought conrad off more the like
0: half-time. class conrad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, my favorite conrad moment from this game and i love conrad smith uh he is, Got he is more a skills wonderful than player. your dad that's the rhyming bit for the conrad line okay okay
2: yeah. i I also know roughly where Conrad Smith is um so <laughs> comrade Smith so uh Colin Slade puts through a little grubber cake, and Colin Slade is chasing it and Instead, he initially goes to try and pick it up on the fly. He notices he's not going to do that. So, what he does yes. is he sort of does a forward roll into it, yeah. regathers it, gets back up to his feet. And because of the way he's dived on the ball, no Japan players is able to get hold of him. Like, yeah. he's able, he sort of beats a man by doing like a roly poly onto the ball, regathers yeah. it, draws his man, puts, puts someone in. I love a try. That
0: because what happens is he, he right flops then. on the ball, yeah. and then two Japanese players manage to get back and like slightly reform a defensive line. And Korra then gets yeah. up and re breaks the line. And yes. then the All Blacks then score a try with where there's three forward passes which is disallowed in the end because Sonny Bill does like some insane. Oh, Sonny Bill does the ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: He offers it to Sonny Bill, who does this insane like like from two of his fingertips. Yeah, he tries to flick the ball thirty meters. Yeah,
0: but sadly it's three passes go forward in that. Yeah. in that passage
2: when so... he came off the bench in that second half, I realized how much I actually miss Sonny Bill Williams.
0: Yeah. Because he's a proper
2: star, isn't he? Like, he is, he's whatever the rugby equivalent of a movie star is, of someone you just yeah. love to watch.
0: Yeah. Of
2: someone who is, no matter if he's playing well or badly, no matter if he's doing, as he did in this early part of his career, he showed off quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when he was doing that, he was so fun to watch.
0: That's the thing, because when you think of Sonny B. Williams in 2019, I don't think of him for his offloading game. I think of him for his yeah. carrying, because his carrying was phenomenal, by, like, oh. in the latter stages of his career. But at this point, obviously, it was just a well-known fact that he'll offload out of everything. And of course, yeah. what was notable about Sonny Bill in this game is that he played on the wing. Yes. and First so time. yep. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about where you can't break up Nono and Smith. Uh, a lot of teams maybe would have tried to put Sonny Bill in there and maybe for Smith or whatever, because he's a star player of some sort. But you can't break up that centre partnership because as we mm. were discussing before we came on air, that is the greatest centre partnership of all time. Yes. Um, and I guess the thing is, Richard Cahoe was in very good form but I guess hmm. there's a bit of a vacancy for the last 20 minutes playing on the wing for the All Blacks. And yeah. he kind of filled that because and he scored two tries, uh, one yeah. of which, well, they were both off his wing, really. They were both under the post, weren't they?
2: Yeah, but the one under the post, the first try, was a winger's move. That was him coming into the yeah. side wing and hitting an angle. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and then stepping another man just to kind of show off yeah. uh, behind the try line. And then... It was a very rugby league try. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Then he scored a second try on the 80th minute. In which mm. Nonu makes a little break around somebody, puts away. Uh, I guess it's Kahui on the left wing who puts in a kick yeah. for Sonny Bell to finish under the posts. But yeah, no, it's interesting to see him playing on the wing. He eventually plays the third centre. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah, no, it actually worked pretty well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. However, not as well as the man. I think we should
0: yeah move on to should, yeah because I texted you yesterday when yeah. I was watching this game. Uh, I sent you a text that said I'm 20 minutes into this game I already know who I'm going to give Man of the Match
2: Yeah I was 12 minutes in when I decided exactly the same Yeah, yeah, yeah And it's not like a, sometimes you see players really burst out the gates and have a fantastic performance there Yeah He was phenomenal I, throughout Yeah, I think And we haven't discussed it so we haven't discussed who no, no, our no, no, mutual no. Man of the Match is No, no, no uh, But it's so obvious Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: Because the thing is it was basically when the first try happened I kind of thought is going to be Man of the Match here isn't he? Yeah and as it keeps going onwards, you know, I, I kept thinking it with every tri- passing try. There is one try in the whole game where Nonu's not involved. And that's the Jerome Is, is one. that on as always? Yeah, right. Right. one try for the All okay. Blacks, rather. Yeah. Where there's no Nonu involved. And that is the... Yeah. Um... Oh, no, there's two. There's two, sorry. Andrew Hawes as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it does involve Nonu carrying the ball, I guess, beforehand. Bear in mind, he's like... He's not involved in the that's... final movement. The All Blacks scored 13 tries. So eleven, That's of 11 them tries
2: were in some he way was assisted in. by Marlon. Right, and the the interesting thing about those eleven as well is the only one where the line isn't broken, where the the final pass isn't given, where the key involvement isn't Maronu, where he doesn't create it, is his own. Yeah, yeah. Where instead he runs a really good line supporting yeah, Sonny Bill, who does all the work.
0: Got the skills, Sonny Bill. Yeah,
2: exactly. All yeah. day, hey. And instead, Nanu just runs a great line to support and finish it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Japan did not know what they were going to do when mar Nonu them.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: So, should we start with the first try and just kind of very sure. quickly go through them chronologically, I suppose. Because okay. the first try was finished by Comrade Smith and Nonu just pops up in a normal, you know, number 12 receiver position. Yeah. Does an insanely well-timed pass for Ava who gets into yeah. space, who then is sort of half-scragged by Michael Leach, who then offloads to Conrad Smith. Yeah. But it was at that point I would have thought, oh, he's so good. And the way he straightens and onto the is... ball. There's a pass he throws that doesn't need to be try or
2: anything that reminded me of the point that I made in the first episode, that the quality of his passing wasn't quite up there with 2015 mm. yet. He didn't quite have the kicking game, and he didn't quite... His, his passes were sometimes a bit floaty. Mm-hmm. But the timing on them was as good as anyone
0: you'll ever see. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I then have written down Colin Slade misses the penalty; they're going to crumble. But yeah, um Nanu makes a break and an offload. Oh, he does make a break and an offload before Kano's try uh, because he yeah. does like an insane like overhead offload. Where I actually yes. thought he was just going to pop it back inside to Andy Ellis, but. Uh, He does an overhead offload to Corey Jane, who kind of drops the ball, but then finds it still in play somehow, uh, who then carries forward and then Keno scores. So he is involved in that. So it's just the whore try where he doesn't make a break or assist or whatever.
2: It does sound like you're
0: really angry about it. Just the whore's try. (laughs) Um... He assists Kevin Mealamu's try, of course, as well. Where Victor Vito managed to get a bit of an offload in, and Nonu again yeah. just straightens the line perfectly and gives a lovely flat pass for Mealamu, who then ignores the two props outside him. Dick, Comrade Smith sets up the Andy Ellis try. I can't remember if Nonu had a previous involvement in that. He must have done. I think he did. I think he, yeah. I know. I
2: seem to remember that. I seem to remember like it was. It was on, like a one-two punch. Like here's one of the best centres you ever see. Here's another. Yeah. Good luck dealing with that, Japan.
0: And now the one. What I thought was the most just sublime moment from Nanu all match was the Colin Slade try. So mm-hmm. what happens is basically there's the All Blacks have like a bit of an overlap. There's very clearly Nanu has Toei Arva running a sort of dag line inside him. Um, mm. Nanu then, it, it's a very obvious pass to give, but I think Nanu kind of realises it's not on. So I'll go wide here. Yeah. Which, you know, is the the right thing to do. And then he sort of holds the ball, drifts slightly outwards, and then pops the ball back inside to Toei Arva. And it's just like, he's just had that split second in his head of looking like he's going to go wide. And that intent to then open up the hole for what I would have thought was just too telegraphed a move to give, you know, it's always very tempting to give the inside ball because it looks nice. But the way he manages to then reopen that gap for Toei Arva, who then feeds inside to Andy Ellis, who then unselfishly gives it to uh, Colin Slade to finish. But mm. Nanu's movement on that is just sublime.
2: He's he's absolutely phenomenal. And there was this thing consistently that I I think every time I watch my Nonu back that he is in the top five rugby players I've
0: ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
2: He's he's just he did absolutely everything. Like he again, he didn't have in twenty eleven, but by twenty fifteen, inside about eighteen months of this game, he has a tactical kicking game as well. Yeah. And by by that World Cup in twenty fifteen, he can kick goals. Yeah, he is he is a he is yeah. the most complete back. Somewhere,
0: somewhere, somebody's done a compilation on YouTube of Marnonu's like range of kicking and like the fact yeah. that he could do like a wipers kick like perfectly and like spirals and stuff that like most fly halves can't do, which is yeah. insane. To say he came through as a crash ball center, yeah,
2: yeah, like that, or as a winger, he came through as a winger and then converted to be a crash yeah. ball center. Yeah, you could play and the him... way he
0: just. You could play him convincingly at eight, ten, or wing. Yeah, and he'd
2: yeah, be yeah. fine. Fullback. I reckon he could play anywhere. Yeah, I reckon he's he's one of the few players who play literally any position. He's always that one person to say, front row. Yeah, when
0: people when people ask me, well, not ask me, when people pop tweets saying like if you yeah. could do put up fifteen where it's all one player, I always say him. Like, I, it's, I used to say Nemanja Nandolo, but not. It's not to the same extent as Nanu. His passing game and kicking game weren't as good as Nanu's and as uh, no, com- Yeah, no.
2: Uh, Geffen Jenkins is the one I was going to Yeah, know, I know. Geffen I know, is but, wonderful. Yeah. And Geff- no one no no back could do forward things as well as Geffen could do back things. Yeah. So Geffen Jenkins is the other one. Geffen Jenkins, Mar Nanu. Let's have an entire team made out of those two. Sure. But yeah, no, Mar Nonu is just like completely unbelievable and almost unplayable. Yeah. Like every time he's touching the ball. If he isn't making a clean break and putting someone in, he's taking three or four Japanese players. There's, to...
0: Yeah, there's another one where he sets up a line out for the All Blacks like five meters from the line, mm. where he does this really nice scrubber kick that just sits in behind, yeah. and I think I don't know Corey Jane or somebody nearly gets onto it, and one of the one the Japanese players has to just boot it into touch. But it was yeah. just so brilliantly placed. And yeah, I'm just gonna wax lyrical about my
2: It's been the the amazing thing about watching him in M L R. Because he's so good yeah. that just even though he's now a bit fat. Yeah. And he's kind of Doesn't slow like running. slowed down. Yeah. No. And he's a bit lazy and he's kinda of phoning it in. His vision is so far above yeah. that he will just stand there and he will instantly put like someone in the corner. He'll throw yeah. like a thirty meter pass. He'll spot space that wasn't there. He'll put in like a, a a touchfinder um, from distance, or he'll do a cross kick, or he'll find an option, he'll find space where no one else can yeah, see it. Yeah, Just because his, his rugby vision, his rugby brain Unspokenly is so far up above. as being, well, he'll just yeah. get
0: the ball and then straight up just look up and put somebody in space. And Like, you throw, yeah. you know, 30-odd miss pass or whatever. It's un- yeah. un- unreal. Do you, do you know who reminds me of watching him play at that level, right? Katie
2: Daly clean. Sure, sure, yeah. In the way she's, she's one of the best I've ever seen at exploiting a bad defence. Yeah, at yeah, just going. Agreed. Oh, actually, like there's space here. I'm going to put this person through and, it, and if I have these two people who are in these lines, yeah, I can then put the third person through and it. And
0: reading whether what the correct sort of way to execute on a certain circumstances. So, like, yeah. reading this is going to be a blitz defense. This is going to be a rush defense. It's going to be a drift defense. You know, and yeah. taking the right option according to that. It, she's incredibly adaptable. Yeah, she is.
2: She won't be she'll be celebrated as such when people talk about the best women's players. I don't think she'll be as she should be talked about as just one of the best fly halves of either gender for the last yeah. fifteen years. Yeah. Because she has for upwards of a decade yeah, I was say, been, been forever. dominant. Yeah. Been incredible. But she's been the best ten in the world for over ten years. And she's been the best ten in the year more than Dan Carter. best ten in the world rather, more than Dan Carter. <laughs> the
0: the ten position has changed. And she's one yeah. of those people who's gone with that. And yeah. almost pioneered it, dare I say? But like, yes. you don't. But you don't like look at her and think like in the same way you look at um, who's a ten with a massive boot. Um, uh,
2: France State, no Mornay
0: Stain, sure. Yeah, you, you don't don't look at her in the same way as someone like Stain because it's sort of it's not about that. It's about the way of exploiting, yeah. getting the best out of your centres, exploiting gaps in the line, dog legs, that sort of thing that she just does so efficiently. Like somebody like George yeah. Ford does well, as well.
2: Yeah. She was the best ten in the world when tens were as you say, in that Mornay Stay mode in about two thousand and nine, yeah. when they boosted the level off the ball. Yeah. And she's the best she's she's but arguably the best ten in the world it? now. Yeah. Yeah. When it's as you say, it's the George Ford model. It's a player who who just kinda of picks passes. Yeah. And the player who selects it's runners always off. Done that. and, then, and that's always gonna be yeah. effective.
0: Yeah. No matter how much the game changes. But she
2: she's she's adapted to her game. She's so well-rounded welcome to the katie Dan mclean podcast sponsored by ramiel gyson yeah i'm on on it yeah he's yeah, a bit of a nerd uh, and scribe and yeah. p money yeah we we need the p money p dollar if you want to sponsor us so i'm very open to that
0: sure sure if p money is listening i mean the thing is we've got carly ray jepson i think booked in for the next episode yeah
2: so can we, can we get, get p money can we get scribe and or p money on the podcast if anyone knows scribe or p money Please, you know, maybe if you just know a scribe. Yeah. Maybe sure. you, you just you just know like William Shakespeare in his early career.
0: Do you think scribe has a scribe?
2: Or maybe if you just like I've got a coin over here, right? Okay, I'm gonna get P money as a guest on the podcast. I've got a coin here, I've got a pen here, I'm gonna draw a letter P on this twenty P pence. Actually it is, it's twenty P money. <laughs> here you are. Here's here's P money. You've got any questions for P money? I've I've drawn a letter P on a on a twenty uh, Hey
0: pod. hey P money. Hey, hey, bro. Uh, I've got a question for you, man. I'm actually holding up the microphone.
1: Hey, oh, cool, dude. I'd like, I'd like to to, to answer your like.
0: question. Yes. This is what I sound like. Voice. This is my brown voice. His voice has gone highest. It's all black, everything. But okay. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, p- that's what I do. p money I've... I've got I drop
1: my voice down when I do raps.
0: Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Like
1: when because I, I work in subway now and I do raps.
0: Oh, Okay, oh, okay, that's quite cool. Um, how do you a find w. that? Though?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's not ideal. Um, Really, I was hoping the other type of rap career would continue to go better. But when I tried yeah. to pitch my new song, Wallaby Everything, it didn't ah, work. Because all diversify. my poems were about the colour Wallaby. And there isn't there isn't a colour called Wallaby. Okay. And it really bothered me. That's... um, It was rubbish. Really, I should have pitched for France. But I spent the last four years trying to atone to that.
0: That's okay, man. That's okay. But I hope you're doing well on the subway. I've got a question for you, man.
1: Yeah, I'll oh, fire away man uh what
0: hypothetically bro. what yeah bro. what are you gonna do when i mar you? you
1: whoa bro that's not appropriate for right here now mate that's not good bro um i don't i don't want you to can you not
0: manu you how but, would you mar someone over zoom anyway hi- hypothetically if one was hypothetically ma manu you what what would you what be your your reaction what would you do?
1: I'd be dead, bro. I'd be I'd be dead, like in my dreams when I was a kid.
0: Oh man, dream big, P Money, but
1: I would keep dreaming, bro. Yeah, bro, keep having all black dreams.
0: Uh, P Money, thank you so much for guesting on this podcast. I've been a big fan of yours since I first heard All Black Everything, and I just think that you've got a real way with lyrics. And um, yeah, I think that you are basically the next Leonard Cohen. So.
1: Oh, cheers, cheers, brother. Cheers, brother. Do you want to hear some of my new album? Sure,
0: please do. Because scribes (laughs) kept me waiting. But you, however, you deliver, bro.
1: I always deliver. Yeah, man. I always deliver. I like DHL. Hey,
0: bro, let's let's hear some bars, man. Let's hear some bars.
1: Okay. Yo, yo, Anthony Boric. Yo, yo, Anthony Boric in a loric.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's a a loric, P-Money?
1: You don't know what a loric is? Well, I want I want to explain to you. Why don't you type it into www.wikipedia.com? dot wikipedia dot com?
2: Okay, I'll type in Yorick. Uh, it just says, do you mean York?
0: Oh, um, I did mean York. Hey, hey, P Money, you still hey, there, bro. man? Um, hey, bro. Could I just uh, do a quick exercise? That I'm just going to name an All Black player and just just tell me yeah. sort of the bar that comes to mind. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> are we okay. Brad Webber.
1: Brad Weber is a Weber, Weber, Weber.
0: Oh, that's a good bar that was. That was <laughs> a sick bit Okay, okay. We'll do two more, two more. Um this is not my element.
2: <laughs> cool, but go on. <laughs> well,
0: what do you mean it's not your element, Robbie Owen?
2: Sorry, I I was just I was just standing in some myrrh Myrrh is an element <laughs> okay, yeah. shit. Um I'm That's why it's not your um... element. It's not our element. Exactly, it's not element
0: yeah. yeah. Anyway, P Money, um uh, are you still there, man? yeah yeah bro yeah <laughs> you're still holding it up to the camera <laughs> uh, yeah sorry p money um <laughs> atu moley
1: oh well you say atu i say i do you know what i do i'm not a you
0: that's good man i thought you were gonna do a diss where it rhymes with bernard foley but um
1: oh no i was very complimentary of bernard foley because i wrote the oh, of
0: course you me. did of course you did uh okay we'll do one more we'll do one more okay uh yeah, 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 okay, Robbie. Um but P Money for this one's for you. Tetorial Tularangi
1: <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> Come on, P Money. I
1: disagree with the all black selectors. I think they should <laughs> pick someone else. Well,
0: thanks for coming on the podcast again, P-Money. <laughs>
1: it's great <laughs> to meet you. pleasure.
0: I hope something <laughs> works out for you, man.
1: Oh, it's already working out. Is there anything oh, you want me. to plug,
0: by the way, before we go?
1: Uh, yeah, I got a new album dropping. Uh, it's all about the no Italian national No one fucking cares, P-Money. See you later. I hate, I hate you. I'm going to write a diss track. will owen more like won't owen
2: <laughs> bye p money
1: bye bro, bye, bro. <laughs> i think our podcast has peaked that's the worst thing we've ever done
2: i was so acutely aware the whole way of how many people won't be finding that funny at all
0: because that was like a ten-minute extended bit where I held a twenty BP you held it up up for up the, the whole time, and then up
2: to the camera, At first up to the microphone. Sorry, first I just held up to the microphone like it was actually speaking.
0: Oh, man. which it was, which it was. <laughs> Do we want to talk any more about the game, or is that us?
2: Um, right. What have I got written down? Um,
0: Adam Thompson scored a try where Jimmy Cowan showed off and held the ball in one hand. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, that happened uh after onazawa scores michael leach kind of smiles like yeah we're in this lads i've got that written down else happens when
2: onazawa scores Mm
0: -hmm. uh
2: they cut to some japan crowd japan fans in the crowd and two of them hold someone anyway is holding up two japan flags that are made to look like boobs
0: oh okay do you think it was the guy who looks like uh, i think i think it was i think that's the only option it's his family (laughs) they're all obsessed that's
2: why you need maybe it was was for his father
0: it was some of the um, the nice singles in his area come down to watch his, his game
2: yeah that's true like yeah mature women in your area yeah at one point I just have Yes Hawasa written, which I assume is his break. Yeah, probably. There's another point as well actually where he really he runs this lovely line and he really opens up a huge gap and he just passes into where that gap is and there's no Japan player oh, running yeah. on the ball. Of so he just kinda of throws it at the floor. Yeah. When actually there was a try on if someone had just, just gone, Oh, look at that massive like fifteen yards of space in the defensive line. Let's run into that. Yeah. Don't don't do
0: that. They don't do that. Um Yep. Yeah. I think that's everything I have to cover on this game. I also have send him off, send the dirty get off written
2: down, but I don't know what I'm referring to. Huh. Okay. Fine. Okay. Sure. That's good. That's good. So, on that note, shall we move on finally? People have been wanting this to happen. for. yeah, yeah. yeah. People aren't desperately wanting this to happen. People People really want
0: to know who they're going to give man of the match.
2: Boy, there's so much choice. Yeah. So, should we start with Dick of the Day, then move on to the Manonu Awards for Best Manonu? I mean, we could just get the Maronu thing out of the way. Okay, okay. So the Maronu, your Marnonu award for best Maronu goes to
0: uh, probably emil Geisen. Yeah. No, or P Money. Okay. No, just it's it's Mar-Nanu. It's We're match. not. We're not.
2: We're not mentioning P Money. Yeah. Yet. No. Michael Leach, I thought was very, very yeah. good. I thought Commerce Smith was very good, but I think Marnonu was the best Marnonu on pitch yeah. like Ma- Mar knew is the player that Marquette King thinks he'd
0: be <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not sure he's uh quite considered the subtlety on his passing game but I reckon he thinks no. he's walk through
2: it was as I I spoke to friend of the pod Blaine Scully yeah. about that the other day best friend of um the pod, I'd say yes oh the, the absolute closest yeah and he just said I love his confidence which which I do I do I do love Blaine and I know he's, 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 line, he's he. listened to quite a lot, so he may well be listening yeah. to this. Hopefully and I just want to say, um, hello. Hello. This is
0: with the sucker now.
2: Yeah. Um, all love listeners love you as well. Yeah. Why am I still talking? Dick of the day.
0: The dick of the day I had written down, Those was the, the whole meal Army thing. The dick of the day I've written down was Nigel Owens for disallowing Try the Tournament. Oh, yeah. Because, of, yeah, that Nakajima, not Nakajima, um, uh yeah. incident behind the back pass uh, yeah. from a prop. I uh, just feel like, Nigel, you're a grass. Like, let that go. <laughs> I can get behind that. Yeah. So
2: it's I'm to... also... There's him, there's Mialamu and the other guy I had in contention is Colin Slade, who comes in, and he's come in as like... I remember at the time people were talking about him as a solid goal kicker. And on the... So the commentary on YouTube, right? You said to me, oh, it's Japanese commentary. It's not. It's Czech commentary. Is it? Yeah. That's, that's what Czech rugby commentary sounds like. Huh. Slightly bored. Um... So, yeah, they're commentating in Czech because it was immediately obvious to me like, that isn't Japanese, mm. you because know, having spent time in Japan um, and it sounded decent European to me no. and it, it's, it's it's Czech commentary, oh. Czech commentary, um, which, yeah, odd. Um, but they, so Williams is Zilliams, which is cool. Mm. Um, and when they mention, when they talk about Colin Slade, they twice mentioned Johnny Wilkinson. Wow. Um, so I imagine they're just saying he's a good goal kicker or maybe he's going to miss a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like Wilkinson in the last game. Yeah. Might um, match Rodriguez. Yeah. So Slade at one point misses two kicks in a row, then drops the ball under no pressure and just like throws it five metres forward. Yeah. Off a just off a off of nothing in his own twenty two. Um and at oh least yeah, that one of Japan's basic, two opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's that. Um but I'm gonna go Kevin Mialamu for denying denying Owen Franks that first try. Yeah.
0: I think that's a good call.
2: And also with Japan second row with a Japan second row or yes. forward held him up. Yeah. So Everyone involved in preventing Owen Frank scoring his first test try. So, that brings us to an end. Finally. Thank God you're all screaming. Screaming. We will be back, unfortunately, for you. (laughs) The next game is Argentina against Romania, which is a really fun game. We'll be rejoined by a guest we've had on before. I can tell you it's not, playing Scully.
0: Sad. I mean, that's that's going to open up a can of worms, but I am very grateful to have on the guest again that we have next episode because they are great.
2: Yes, absolutely undeniable and all of that. So anyway, we'll be we'll join you. You'll do the thing. The other thing I have noted down actually quickly: uh, Tupayeli, right? Yeah. Tupayelli comes off the bench and plays against manonu
0: Oh, of course he does.
2: Like it's 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 like. Watching
0: the bootleg Beatles, support like uh, the Beatles,
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like watching someone that's got like a, a you know, the version of toys you'd find in Poundland. Sure, that are like but like, It wouldn't be the Power Ranger; it'd be the the All Action Fighter Men. Yeah, and they'd be different colors. They look just like the Power Ranger. Yeah, it was like watching one of those. And like two if you don't remember, was the fat lad who came with the venture Japan and couldn't pass. Yeah, from the last game but he was big and kind of in the Jamie Roberts Marnonu mold for someone that doesn't know what rugby is and doesn't know how said should be able to pass. Yeah, more Mattia
0: Abastro. Yeah. So he
2: comes on and is just rubbish and he throws one pass, but it takes him like five seconds to wind <laughs> up at yeah. one point. So he comes on and it's like, the other thing it reminded me of is, you know when we play Super Smash Brothers as as Nipers? Yep. Right. And we had two controllers for the GameCube mm-hmm. and one was an official nintendo one that came with the thing yeah. and the other one was a third party one that worked fine at first yeah. and had a turbo button which was always pretty cool but by the end it was just completely knackered yeah. and battered yeah. and wouldn't I don't work want to it out of that yeah basically Marnonu was the functional gamecube controller <laughs> and tupayeli was that broken hideous thing where you could only press one of two buttons yeah so you could basically do a simple attack and nothing else yeah, that was that was Tupaielli compared to Marnon, who had the full range of movement, could do everything, could duck, dodge, all of it. Tupaielli, no, no option, just a broken GameCube controller. That's who he is forever. Yeah, that's really harsh on him. I hope he isn't listening. <laughs> I hope no. If he was listening, he gave up at the p and money bit.
0: P scribing money. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: I gave up as well. Yeah. I gave up long. I ago. don't
0: think anybody's still listening. You know
2: this can only do damage to me. Yeah, <laughs> putting this out—it's fine for Pointing me. I the... don't have I internet have... presence. I have absolutely nothing to gain by this going into the world.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm fine. No one is better off for hearing. Like, for I am in no way better off for people hearing.
0: Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. There is. I have nothing to gain from yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, I mean, yeah, I have no internet presence. I'm fine. Nobody listens for me. No one cares. Yeah, I'm. i I can spout this shit. It's fine. Go on, about something super controversial. Uh, oh, okay, I need to think first. No, um, you don't. Okay, okay. Do you want to know okay, a really, really hot take? Yeah. You know that uh, that U two album that was put onto everybody's phones? Like, oh no, twenty fourteen. No, don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, that is the third best U two album. Whoa. Yeah. Everyone only hates it because it was put on everyone's phones, which was a bad move, but it was a really good album, in my opinion.
2: You also say third best U2 album, Life, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah.
2: I like U2. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot take. Okay, <laughs> I don't like U2, as in I don't like you as well. Wait. That was a joke. Was that,
0: that me and P Money when you said U2?
2: we're we recording this on like the hottest day of the year so far so yeah. i'm blaming that i'm blaming nice. the fact that i got heat stroke i was outside most of the day that's what i blame all my hot takes on like i sat in a garden i walked to sainsbury's c- carried shopping back it's one of those days in which it's disproportionately should we end this episode
0: so. let's end this episode okay. man that's what i'm trying it's to get goodbye to goodbye from me
2: like we've spent an hour and six minutes so far of me just going can we end this episode now can we get done with this yeah so the all blacks Beat Japan in a thrilling rugby encounter in the 2011 Rugby World Cup. Join us next time on ITV. I'm Steve Ryder, and I hope you've enjoyed it. And if if you haven't, direct all comments to me, Steve Ryder. Uh, I I'm take full responsibility.
0: But to do some coke and get some hookers. Uh, tweet Izzy
2: for that. Longest was holding up those boobs in the crowd. <laughs> let's finish. <laughs> like
0: his bat signal. Let's let's let let's stop before we further. Goodbye. See ya.